speaking the truth to the state capitol. This is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, October 25th, Tuesday. It's 61 degrees, feels like 61, wind is 13 miles an hour out of the north, northwest. Another great fall day. It honestly looks like we're going to have about six to eight in a row per uh, weatherchannel.com. I'm your host, Jack Riggins. This is Drive Time Lincoln. Steve King's producing the show. Johnny Cadillac is in studio. Um, we've also got Brian Blade, longtime listener, longtime guest. If you've been in twice, I call you a longtime guest. Uh, MWA champion. They've got a wrestling event this Thursday night we're going to talk about here first segment. And uh, phone lines are open. If you want to talk wrestling, I'd prefer you do it with uh, the champ and myself. Um, this first segment, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Second segment, we'll kick him out of here, and we will get to Twitter Tuesday and see what the tweet of the day is. Johnny, I know you wanted to, to say something to the audience. Yeah, well, I wanted to say to you, happy birthday, Jack. Oh, you're wishing me a happy birthday. I have purposely not said anything up until oh. this point, so I wanted to tell you first thing on the show. Well, it is my birthday, folks. I'm a ripe 48 today. Young one. Yep, young buck. Uh, I don't feel any older, don't feel any younger. All I know is time goes by fast, and uh, my mom and dad took me out to breakfast, and uh, my mom was hoping that one of the presidential hopefuls on the conservative side would get shot, and uh, that ended my breakfast with my parents today um i said well i think it's time we <laughs> we move on with our days no not your mother it was my birth mother uh she's she's been stuck watching a lot of tv uh <laughs> sounds like something my mom said the yeah, other day a lot of tv but you know hey i i think there's uh always something to be said uh, it is political season and people are quite emotional and things like that so uh we just moved on love my mother love my father wife and kids appreciate the birthday i think we'll have some cake tonight when i get home johnny i appreciate you saying uh happy birthday of course you know i don't know at what point it is in one's life but there does come a point in time that you don't care it's your birthday anymore and they just fly by and it's another day as a matter of fact i know i was a little grumpy today and i was at home and i was just like i just want it to be another day like Leave me alone. Now, that doesn't mean you, Johnny. I appreciate it. But uh, you just, at some point, they're really not that big a deal. <laughs> Most of mine are just regular work days now. There you go. All right. Well, that's the champ, Brian Blade, and the Midwest Wrestling Association. President, CEO, whatever you want to call them. Uh, you have a, a big event coming up here in Lincoln. Yeah, Thursday night uh, over at the Cornhusker Social Hall. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a fun night. we got a lot of great matches. Uh, we got women's matches, we got tag team matches, we got grudge matches, and we got a kids' costume contest. Plus, we'll have trick or treating with the wrestlers, so the kids will be able to go around the building, get candy from different wrestlers, and so it's going to be an all around good time. Um, all you know, all the family can come: grandpa, grandma, mom, dad. Bring all the kids. Let's have a great time that night. Now, what I like about wrestling is it took me until about thirty five to realize there was some theatrics in it. And there is some acting, um, but there is also athleticism and, and, you know, bodies, men, women flying all over the place. So, I mean, it's a little bit of everything from athletes to theater to a show. Um, but on Halloween, what do you expect from your crowd costume wise? Well, hopefully we've got some, uh, 
Hope we got some wrestling costumes out there. That'd be that'd be great. Uh, you know, I would expect. I mean, Star Wars is pretty popular. There'll be Star Wars costumes. I'm sure there'll be some. Oh, what what's real popular with the kids? Power Rangers still popular with the kids? I don't I don't know. Maybe there'll be some Power Ranger probably, costumes. Probably probably uh, like anime Naruto. Oh, Naruto, anime. Uh, if I you know if somebody's a big fan, they're gonna really I'm, be mad at me. I know I know there's a lot of anime fans. I've I've ne- I could never get into it, but I know there's a lot of anime fans. So if if you come in an anime costume and I ask what your child is or ask your child, please don't be offended. I just. Uh, you know, I'm well, and there's a lot of it. That's the other thing. Um, my kids, some of them are into it, and so I, I cannot memorize it all. And I know I screwed up the one main guy there. As a matter of fact, a very famous Husker football player got mad at me one time in social media because I jumped into an anime who's the most powerful fight. <laughs> I threw out like Hulk or Superman, and he was like, Boss man, you're dating yourself. He's like not even close to whoever the character was. And and I was like, oh I guess I don't know anything about anime. <laughs> so I think yeah, we're beyond that generation. I'm gonna be looking for the Johnny Cadillac costumes. Hopefully. I'm guessing I won't see any, but I'll be happy. Well you able- could see like a mean Gene Green <laughs> Announcer type, yeah. yeah. They come as Johnny Cad, like I might give them scariest contest, scariest oh. award right there as part of the contest. Who so. you've got some uh, big names or uh, good matches on the card? Yeah, uh, I'm taking on Niles Plonk, who's been uh, lately. You see, he's been on AEW and WWE uh, as of the last few months, and honestly, he's probably one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Uh, he's we've been wrestling both 20 years basically, and this will be the first time we've ever wrestled one on one. So it's going to be. Uh, Incredible matchups. It's going to be incredibly tough for myself to defend the MWA championship. And it's going to be exciting because he's, right now, he's he's won titles all over the United States lately. I think he he currently holds five championships in five different wow. states. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting match. He's, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. I've been training really hard, um, doing my homework on him, trying to find weaknesses. And he's about as solid as anybody you'll see anywhere whether it's AEW, wwe new japan wherever he's he is as solid in the ring as as anybody well let's get the specifics here because you've uh, been studying him i mean what do you what's the weight height differences well i'm a little i'm, I'm a little bigger i probably have 10 maybe 15 pounds okay. on him i would say i'm probably a little stronger than he is okay he might be a little quicker i would i if if i'm being if I'm being just kind of neutral in if this. If you're being objective if as I'm being the objective president. neutral, yeah. I would give him maybe the quickness. Experience is going to be pretty much a wash. We've pretty much done the same things, been wrestling the same amount of time, probably had about the same amount of matches. So um, that would probably be a wash. Many uh, would argue he's classier than you are, though. Well, he drinks a lot of wine, and I hate wine. <laughs> no offense to anybody that drinks wine out there. I just, I'm not a wine drinker. I can't find one that I like. But he likes his wine. Um... After Thursday night, he can whine with his wine after his oh, loss. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, he is a connoisseur. He, he, you know, he prides himself on being very classy. And somebody gets in the ring. I don't, you know, he's got, he's not always on the up and up in the ring. He'll tell you he is, but he's not always on the up and up while he's in the so ring. So you've got to watch out for that a little bit, too. Right. Got to watch out for that a little bit. And, you know, he, you know. Got to watch out. You know, he might throw wine in my eyeballs or something, or try to make me drink it at some point, and you know that that could turn the tide of the match if he makes you try to drink that crap. But. Well, it sounds like there might be some shenanigans. There's a title fight. You've got women uh, title match for women to come in, or just well, we had a title match. Okay, um, our women's champion Raven Thrash got in a car accident oh. uh, this past week. Uh, 
It was pretty bad. She's got some fairly major injuries. Going to probably sideline her for a couple months. Um, so the challenger Miranda Gordy will now face former MWA Women's Champion Stormy Renee in a number one contenders match. Okay, which should be an incredible match. Stormy has won titles all over the place. Uh, Miranda's won titles all over the place. As I've said before, she's a daughter of former fabulous Freebird Terry Gordy, and it's going to be. They're, they'll probably tear the house down. That's going to be an incredible women's match. If you haven't seen either one of them, you definitely need to come out and see uh, both of them. Stormy, you know, she's been in the MWA, but I think, if I recall, Johnny, it's probably, what, been a year, maybe two years yeah, since she's been in an to, MWA I was, ring? I want to, I think I've seen her once since COVID, but I can't remember even that yeah, for it, sure. It's been a little while, and, you know, we've got Dave Sullivan coming back, uh, former WCW star. He was EVAD for a while, then he was Dave Sullivan. He's Teamed with Hulk Hogan and Sting, he's going to be the another uh, special enforcer. Okay, in the, in our in the heavyweight title match, but I have also signed Dave as to be an advisor for myself, where Ooh. he can he can help sign contracts for me and such because I just running out of time to deal with all the stuff that Commissioner Johnny Cadillac is throwing at us all the time. I need somebody that can read all this stuff, read the contracts that are coming. That's in. true. Well, so and Johnny's busy. That. He's got a couple of jobs, and uh, he's got his new podcast now. Yeah. Right? So Thank Johnny, uh, Johnny's probably going through that paperwork and throwing it your way. As a matter of fact, I don't know if he's even on the champ side. I really don't. Well, I think he is, but he, I don't know. Not, but as a commissioner, he, he's supposed to be He's just supposed well, to that's make the, true. Best, the best possible matches. Not have, He's not supposed to take sides in anything. That's right. he, should, he shouldn't favor anybody. No matter what somebody does to him, he is supposed to not favor anybody. Yeah. I am neutral with the Rebel Hearts. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would go so far as that. You're pretty neutral everywhere else, it seems like. But, you know, this Rebel Hearts situation you've gotten yourself into, I'm not so sure that uh, you uh, are always completely fair to the Rebel Hearts. No, I, ha- I have to ask you one question. I've never asked you on air, and I've never asked Johnny. But the audience here at Drive Time Lincoln has gotten to know Johnny Cadillac, not only as a producer, but you know his role as a commission, the MWA, and he's got a podcast where he talks about it. Has Johnny literally ever been powerbombed, elbowed, or anything in the ring? Has anybody ever got their hands on him out there? Uh, he's never been powerbombed. <laughs> uh, they've threatened me. but He's been threatened. I'm sure he's been grabbed a few times. Yeah. I don't think anything overly physical yet, but some. I mean, you you might the longer be tr- you, you stay in tr- it, Johnny. The longer you stay in it, I mean, it's coming. You might be trending that way with the Rebel Hearts. <laughs> yeah, so no I don't. Kidding. They threatened me. They've definitely threatened yeah, you me. Might, but... You might be trending that way, but and the Rebel Hearts have a huge tag team match against Bricks and Nash and Jameson McGregor. So um, that's going to be an incredible tag team match. Uh, sooner or later, Johnny, you'll, you'll have to decide when we're crowned tag champions again. But I guess this is what another kind of contenders match yeah, to see no, if we. Can... I, I need to make certain we have the best tag team in MWA as tag team champions, and I'm still trying to figure out who that is. We we got to put these teams to test to prove to me if they're worthy for the tag titles. So that goes to all MWA tag teams. I'll tell you what, when when I see Johnny switch over from producer to commish for a second, the seriousness in your eyes as you just kind of laid down the law of what's going through your mind. I, I appreciate that. Again, we're on with uh, Brian Blay, the heavyweight champion of Midwest Wrestling Association. Uh, Cornhusker Social, 7 o'clock? Am I wrong on that? 7.30 Thursday. Yep, Thursday night. Uh, tickets are on sale at Ticketstripe.com, backslash Lincoln October 27, or just OCT 27, not the whole October, just OCT 27, or at the social hall web. We'll have some general admission tickets left at the door. There's, I think there's about five front rows still left if people want them, but you better get them online 
Um, the tables are all sold out, but we'll have general admission there. We still, we usually have a good amount of general admission still left over. And come on, have a good time. You know, like I said, kids, you know, get to trick or treat. There's going to be a costume contest. Uh, they have a full bar at the social hall. They've got food. You can come out, eat, and you can have drink. Don't, you know, if you drink too much, have a designated driver, please. We don't want to see anybody get hurt. Very smart. Uh, but it's a Thursday night, you know. You can, you know, you can take it easy a little bit on Friday. We'll get the kids home, you know, in plenty of time. The event will probably run somewhere between 9.45 and 10 o'clock, somewhere right in there. We'll get everybody out of there. So, you know, it won't be too late, but everyone can have a good time going into Halloween. Yeah, remember, folks, I mean, uh, what we're what we're talking about is not just wrestling, but there's a historical aspect here where this is where wrestling started by uh, folks like Brian and Johnny and, and even national stars that are coming in, but at the grassroots level, we're almost like barnstorming, you know, 50, 70 years ago. And, and this is where it is. And like you said, I mean, you're going to have some people that uh, a lot of us have watched on TV over the years coming in for this one. And, uh, you know, if you want to see it, it's, it's, I want to say grassroots or in its purest form. Um, the Cornhusker Social Hall on Thursday night. Yep, that's right. And this, I mean, this is where a lot of people get their start. You know, a lot of, and some people come back after a while. But um, you're gonna see some great wrestling, um, great entertainment, great action for the night, and just come have fun, come cheer, come boo. Forget about the problems in the world for two, two and a half hours. Forget about your problems at home, your problems at work, and just come out and have a good time. That is our whole goal: is for everyone to come out, have a good time. Not worry about what's going on in the rest of the world for two, two and a half hours and have fun. And like I said, bring the kids out. They have a great time. You will not find a WWE or AEW show that's as fan interactive as the MWA. You won't find another independent pro wrestling show out there that is as fan interactive as the MWA. So come on out. I said, it's a great time. Doors open at 630 for front row tables and VIPs. Uh, 7 o'clock. We'll let people in for general mission to buy tickets. Um, if you come a little early, you know we'll sell you a ticket. You know beforehand. If you, you know we'll be there all day. So if you want to get your general mission ticket before that, you know come in. We'll be there pretty much from one o'clock on, setting everything up. And it's it's a great time, and we hope to see a lot of kids in costumes. So we have a great costume contest, and you know we plan on giving out a lot of candy to the kids. So well, you've got some big matches. You've got kids pre Halloween costume party costume. Uh, um, oh, help me out. Costume contest. contest. Costume contest. And you've got wrestling, folks. Uh, just a great event. Go check it out. Uh, Cornhusker Social Hall, 730 on Thursday night. Uh, Brian, appreciate you coming in. Hey, thanks for having me again, Jack. Always always love coming in. Yeah, it's. I'll tell you what. Um, you're the only promoter I've ever heard said, come out, scream, boo if you want. I mean, that is what wrestling could do for you. You could cheer, you could boo, just get the energy out and, and, and enjoy the night. KLIN, 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, I am Jack Riggins, the host. It's uh, about halfway through the show. Steve King's producing the show today. Johnny Cadillac is in studio, though. Um, still 61. Feels like 61. Wind's gone down a little bit um, to nine miles an hour currently out of the north, northwest. The DTL push did not take an effect today. No, I mean, it's just, but that's okay. It's just steady. You just never know where those uh, thermometers and winometers, if that's what we call them, you know, I like to make up words as everybody knows, uh, are located. Um, so, but yeah, no, it's a nice day and it does seem like we're going to get a little more rain, which is nice. I was talking with a guy this morning and old farmer and he was educating me on how just a little bit of rain can make things 
pop a little bit, you know, and um, I was looking at doing some fertilizing late in the season, and he was like, oh, no, 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 son, too late now. He's like, too late now, you don't need to do that, just wait until the spring, and um, and it, it was nice. It, it always reminds me when you go into some of these stores how uh, we have people in Nebraska with a whole lot of experience across a whole lot of areas, and I think a lot of us like to think we know something about the turf, but the reality is I don't, so I... <laughs> I oftentimes mess things up, and then I have to go ask, and I was really appreciative of this gentleman sharing his experience with me. Uh, Brian Blade, the heavyweight champion and uh, MWA president, was in. I've uh, given a little push for their event at the Cornhusker Social Hall Thursday night. Uh, wrestling in town, some national wrestlers. He's got a title defense. You'll have a... Uh, costume contest for the little kiddos so go on out there and check it out our own johnny cadillac will be there on the mic introducing causing trouble hopefully not getting too many boos yeah well we'll have to see but i do have to like that he he promoted his event by saying hey come out cheer or boo i mean most people can't say that but in wrestling you absolutely can say that and i think it's a good way to kick off your weekend and and getting close to halloween so yeah check that out if you get a time when we come back uh, we'll do some twitter tuesday and open the call lines 1499.3 drive time lincoln with the commander jack riggins on the voice of lincoln 1499.3 klin all right, folks, second segment here, Tuesday, October 25th. Uh, we just finished up with uh, MWA, Midwest Wrestling Association champion Brian Blade. There's an event at the Cornhusker Social Hall on Thursday, 7.30. Kids costumes, a little pre-Halloween, a title match between Brian Blade and a national-level opponent. Johnny Cadillac will be there. Yep. Who's the opponent, Johnny? Niles Plunk. Well, I'm going to introduce him as Niles Plonk, and then he's going to yell at me saying it's Plonke, but it's Plonke. Plonke. He's it, the the whole thing with wine means he's he's got a French connection, doesn't he? Yeah, something like that. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, we're wishing Brian the best, and everybody get out there and support uh, great kind of barnstorming grassroots. It's where wrestlers get their starts at all levels and work their way up through that business. And uh, it's kind of neat that we have a lot of dedicated Midwest folks like Brian and Johnny that bring those shows to everybody locally. All right. It is October 25th. Um, as Johnny Cadillac said, it is my 48th birthday today. I appreciate those of you um, on the text line. that have wished me the best. I would agree. I am a young buck at 48. I, don't know when you become an old buck. I just know that uh, I'm. I keep waiting. I guess for my human brain to, I don't know, become old or have some kind of wiseness to it. But I, I seem to feel just like I felt at sixteen or eighteen. My body's a little banged up, but mentally wise, it's it's just kind of like learn and mess up and learn and have some success. Learn, mess up, but uh, life's been pretty good to me. Can't complain. But this day in history. Um, because I've never looked it up, I wanted to, I'm like, what ha- has happened in history? And there was one thing, according to History Channel, that I did know, and we'll get to that in a second. But the one that stuck out, and Steve King also agrees, I think Johnny agrees too, is in 1980, Australia rock gods ACDC earned their first top 40 hit with You Shook Me All Night Long. So that's a pretty good one. I like that. Now, the one I didn't like <laughs> was... In World War II on October 25th, the first kamikaze from the Japanese attack happened as well uh, in the Battle of Leyte Gulf. Um, 
That's when they first deployed a kamikaze, at least on record, against American warships for the first time. And I think most of us know about that. Obviously, kamikaze uh, in, in Japanese, it means divine wind. And uh, they essentially had a great ritual and were sacrificing themselves uh, late in the war or all throughout the war, but late in the war um, because they were just running out of qualified pilots that could drop bombs. And so it was, let's turn the aircraft into a bomb. And uh, believe it or not, one of the coolest things in my military career uh, would have been right before 9-11. I was training with the Japanese uh, special operations, and I got to go into their naval academy where they have a memorial hall. It's not by any stretch of the words a small um, memorial to all the kamikaze bomber pilots. And uh, I was really blown away by um, the memorial. Uh, they had a picture along with the final letter um, that each kamikaze pilot had written to his family or loved ones. And I mean, folks, this was just, you know, to me, it seemed like, you know, if you were to enter our state capitol and, you know, walk one of those long halls all the way through. I mean, it was very beautiful, very honorable, maybe back in a time, even though war is not good, but uh, when there was some honor and and maybe you know even though it was world war ii you know we know all the death but um i guess from a war fighter some honor attached to it and um and it was pretty humbling i mean that's quite a sacrifice no matter what side you fight for so that happened the one i did know i mentioned it to uh guys in here was uh we invaded granada or grenada depending on how you want to say it i prefer to say grenada but it sounds cooler to say granada um, in 1983, you may remember um, President Reagan ordered an invasion um, based on uh, the fact they had a Marxist regime. And so um, there were approximately a thousand Americans held hostage at the time. And students, you know, we have these kind of universities throughout uh, the world. And so I do remember that one. Other than that, it doesn't seem like there's anything great that happened on my birthday, other than Pablo Picasso being born. Um, Pablo Picasso, very famous artiste, if you will. I, I think some would say a great thinker. Um, so there you go. That's October 25th. We'll see if we remember any of that next year. I don't, I don't know if we will. Johnny tells me that it's about his first anniversary of being the producer of the show as well. Yeah, that was uh, like a week or two ago, but it was around this time, yes. There you go. Well, Johnny, you have a better memory than I do. All I right. Had, you I had Facebook reminding me, too, though. Oh, so. <laughs> there you go, Facebook. I tell you, I'm in this very mental debate about social media right now and Facebook and whether I'm getting anything good out of it or or is it just clouding my mind. Having said that, though, it's hard to get off of it when I do have a segment called Twitter Tuesday. Oh, yes. Which I want to tell you about. And not political, so to speak. Uh, does involve our Huskers. Does involve, I wouldn't even have probably seen it if uh, Jack and Caleb from the morning show, LK Today, weren't involved a little bit. Um, but I think it goes like this. Today, Mickey Joseph was answering questions from the press. And somebody in the press, as I'm going through the tweets here, didn't understand the rules that I don't exactly understand, but sounds like what somebody in the press would do, ask questions. 
And it sounds like Mickey Joseph, the head coach at his own presser, did what you would do when somebody in the press asked you a question. He answered the question. And then all of a sudden, the Twitter world went nuts. The Twitter world went nuts, and I finally kind of got through uh, Jack and Caleb, and and they kind of explained it to people. But, I mean, this was a buzz, as many things can be around Husker football in particular. And we've got uh, Husker Follower, who says, It is the biggest story of the presser, but not in any of the tweets from reporters. I think nobody knows what to do with it. Now, that tweet has to do with the fact that a reporter at the press conference asked Mickey Joseph a question. And Mickey Joseph answered that question. Ah, let's get a little bit deeper for you so you understand the tweet, and I'll tell you who the winner is. Because they gave the best answer, and they've been on this show. The reporter named... A local Lincoln High School kid that just committed to the University of Nebraska. This was big news on, I think, Saturday. Okay, so he used his name. Well, that would make sense if I was asking a question about something. I would use the name of the person I was asking to the head coach that he just committed to. And the coach reasonably would use the kid's name to answer back. Well, somewhere up in NCAA fiefdom, kingdom, maybe you must not be able to use names. That must be illegal. That must be against the gods of the NCAA. I don't really know, but all I know is it caused a kind of burple on Twitter. So Mitch Sherman, who's been on the show from The Athletic, right? You know that I like to use Caleb, Mitch Sherman, and Steve Sipple to cover Husker stuff because they all have unique insights and different ways they handle stuff. But Mitch comes out on Twitter finally and says, not a big story. He mentioned the kid's name when asked about him by a reporter. Talking about Mickey. The reporter didn't know the rule. Oh, so there's a rule. (laughs) Thank God they don't send me to those pressers. No one really cares. Move on. Well, there you go, Mitch Sherman. You get the Drive Time Lincoln tweet of the day for basically diffusing what sounds like really shouldn't be a big deal. And certainly the reporters aren't at fault. Neither's Mitch, neither's Caleb, neither's whoever asks, nor is Mickey Joseph. And the fact that there is some kind of nuanced rule that everybody was talking about today. Drives me nuts, NCAA. Could you make things more hard and silly on everybody in the conduct of just normal people asking questions, students and prospective student-athletes wanting to go to a university, and a coach who's in the middle of a season? You know, how can you even hope to regulate or have normalcy? And the fact that you have that much influence that reporters would catch that and it would start Twitter on fire makes no sense to me. But maybe it's also why you're losing a little bit of control of major college athletics, things like NIL. And I thought uh, our own Jack Mitchell and Caleb Henry did a good job kind of talking through what it was. Uh, But I did appreciate Mitch Sherman's just kind of like no BS 
to it and just say, my God, no one really cares. Let's move on. And I think in political season, in the Huskers, in what amounts to a really intriguing season as fans, okay, folks, it's an intriguing season with all that's happened, and we all know how much people enjoy the football, the drama, the wins, the losses, and all this, but it's been a more than usual stressful season. Here's the funny thing again. This football team, with a win this weekend, sits atop the Big Ten West. I know that sounds bizarre, but that's just a fact. That is a fact. If they beat Illinois, Illinois, Nebraska, and Purdue are in a three-way tie for the Big Ten West. I know it makes no sense, but that is actually the facts. I guess if Purdue wins, maybe they would be one up. But the point I'm trying to make is this season is still very competitive, and I don't care what you thought of the season prior. If you would have said by October 29th, 8th, that Nebraska is each week in a chance to compete for the West, you'd have been really happy. And here we are. And then we've got to, you know, waste Twitter space on whether or not we use the local kid's name. And I'm just trying to think, can somebody, can somebody seriously uh, defund the NCAA and their executives? I mean, because that's what everybody was worried about is, uh-oh, there must have been an NCAA rule where you can't say a name and the coach wasn't supposed to answer, but he did. Oh, man. I mean, sometimes common sense has to prevail, and there's there's bigger issues. But, yeah, Mitch Sherman, I always appreciate when you come on the show, and you do get the tweet of the day for that. Um, there's a billion others I could go through. Um, you know, folks, I get a lot sent to me, and, of course, on this show, there's going to be a lot of Joe Bidens because Joe Biden has lately been on TV a lot. Um, and so I guess I do have to give a runner up because <laughs> although they're all national. So let's just give it to Joe Biden. Let's give it to Joe Biden for his. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about Georgia and the voting laws because that one's a little crazy. But I, I am going to talk about Joe Biden uh, saying. Today, that COVID, in a presser, this is a global health emergency. Now, need I remind you that in September, folks, September, that's right, Steve King is mouthing the words. In September, he said the pandemic is over. So, what I will expect is that the White House press secretary, um, has to explain that, walk that back around. Um, yes, it was on 60 Minutes in September. Uh, he said the pandemic was over. Well, today, he says the global health emergency. Now, he doubled down on that, and I don't know if it has anything to do with the election, folks, but he doubled down on that uh, by explaining as we get near the holidays. And, you know, he wants all of us to have a good time with our families. Um, he said to us, the people of America, you're putting yourself and other people at unnecessarily risk by not giving the COVID booster shot. So we are still talking about that at a national level. 
And so a common person or just a person that doesn't have access to everything, doesn't want to look in, would be very confused when the leader of the free world, probably the most watched politician on the planet, goes on 60 Minutes, one of the bigger shows that you kind of do a long interview to explain things. Every president has done it. Every very important person has done those type of things and says the pandemic's over. And then without any new data, without any new craziness, says, oh, it's a global health crisis. And talks about if you don't get your shot. And I'm thinking to myself, well, which is it? I'm also thinking, haven't I heard this before? But one more. So Joe Biden is getting, remember, the runner-up. He also says in the same press conference, I'm sorry, folks, almost everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots. So, President Biden, I'm really not sure what you're trying to say there. I'm confused. But I'm going to just keep doing the best I can for myself and my loved ones with the information I have to stay safe. And I appreciate it. Thank you for the warning. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks. Uh, hope uh, you got a little understanding of the mess up down at one memorial today between a young reporter and Coach Mickey Joseph. Uh, appreciate all the coverage on that and the confusion. What it shows us is that the NCAA is a dated organization and probably needs to go away if we can't be naming names and just talking openly amongst adults um, in a in a thing like Husker football where people are interested. Uh, it's just silly. And Mitch Sherman gets gets the tweet of the day by saying, hey, it's really nothing. Nobody cares. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Mitch, I'm with you on that one. But um, this is Husker football time of year. And like I'll say again, a lot to look forward to, a lot to be excited for a win this weekend. Keeps us right in the hunt of the Big Ten West. And I think we would have all said beforehand that we'd like to be there on October 25th or when we get to the 28th, 29th. Wow. So that's exciting. Get out there and cheer for the Huskers. Uh, Joe Biden wins a lot of, you know, he gets the bronze medal, the silver medal, the multicolored medal for uh, just, I don't know, the man is rambling now and saying things that I we're going to have to get a phrase later. We're gonna, it's like Star Trek. We're going to have to get a phrase later to tell us, the people, what Joe Biden really means when he says things and they're caught on tape because it's difficult. Um, election season, as you all know, tomorrow we'll have uh, Tracy Rayfear on uh, running, uh, running for the county here and has been on before. He's running uh, for... Oh, my goodness, I'm having a senior moment. must be because I'm 48. Yeah, I'm having a Joe Biden moment. See, you start talking about Joe Biden, and and you can't remember anything. Tracy, I apologize. I'm just having one of those moments. Let's go to the one I do know, Stan Parker. uh, Beyond, he's a new candidate for mayor on the conservative side, announced a couple weeks back. So I think this will definitely be the first time in this show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Well... Tracy, feel free to come in here and give me an open hand slap tomorrow uh, because the commander who has been at at many of your events and knows the things you're doing, (laughs) 
County Treasurer? Whew. Holy moly, what a day. What a day, I'll tell you. Running for County Treasurer. It seems like he's been running for a long time. We've had him on the show a couple of times. You know, when I think of him, what I think of is the DMV, because there's a lot of things that we're all interested with the DMV. So, let's do that again. Tracy Rayfair will be on tomorrow in the 5 to 5.30 block, running for County Treasurer. Commander will hopefully have his stuff together, not have a Joe Biden moment. And new uh, mayoral candidate on the conservative side, Stan Parker, will be on from 530 to 6. So we look forward to that. Um, get to know both candidates, see what's going on, um, even though the mayor's out there. And we'll just move on. That'll be Wednesday. Appreciate it, everybody. KLN 1499.3.